up a seat at the bar to join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Host Tanzan, Maggie, and me bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and die-hard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 9.12, Blowing Hot and Cold. We're covering the novel Summer Night. My name is Tanzan and I'm joined by Maggie... Hello, hello. And Jess. Yankee. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 15. Maeve attempts to bargain for Harry's firstborn and tries to get the process started immediately. Dresden brutishly declines the offer. Slate, the winter knight, makes an appearance to which Harry immediately asks him if he killed the summer knight. Slate denies doing so, which results in a face-off between him and Maeve. Harry concludes that Maeve is not the killer, and him and Billy make their way back to the Beetle. Just before they get there, the two are ambushed. So, yeah, I, I did kind of like your intro that that she, right off the bat, she's like, well, let's bargain for, like, your firstborn, and let's go right here, right now. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, yeah, basically, what did you say? Waste no time. or uh, Oh, and tries to get the process started immediately. <laughs> Pretty much does sum that up right there. Um... Let's get it on. Let's get it on. So, uh, yeah. Boom, so, so, boom, boom. <laughs> I want you in my room. Did we already have this discussion? <laughs> By the end of summer night, you will know that song. <laughs> That's, there you go. That's right. And apparently it's not Tiffany. The one that I thought of. Um, so anyways, yes. So immediately he's like, you want me to cut another deal? He's like, when I burst out in laughter, uh, do you, or he's like, when I burst out laughing at you, do you think you'll be offended? <laughs> She's like, why, whatever do you mean? Why would you find the notion amusing? He's like, oh my god, seriously. Yeah, she's all like, oh, it's fine, it's good, it's it's totally for your benefit. He's like, yeah, I've heard that before, usually right before I get screwed. And she's like, one thing at a time. Um, I like that little little quip there. It was cute. Right. Not cute, but rather like quick. It was was, Yeah, yeah. Maybe it gets it in there right there. Um, I was just watching Critical Role earlier too, and it's... The live, it was like episode 109, I believe. So it was like their live episode at Gen Con, and they're just getting ready to face Vecna and stuff. Um, and so Liam, or Vax, had promised Grog something if he was able to forge the stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, you thought I'd forgot, right? Like, what's this What's this thing you, this really cool thing you promised me? And then Vax is like, well, I don't want to discuss it in front of everybody else. So let's go. So they go, like, downstairs to another room to discuss it. And... He's like, okay, so I got this love potion. <laughs> and Grog is like, 
uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it just gets, so of course, I'm in the live audience too, right? So, like, just everything is like one after no, like, no matter what Liam is trying to say. He's like, I could say turducken and you people would turn it into a sexual innuendo. <laughs> It's like, okay, well, in all fairness, a lot of what you're saying was sexual innuendo. It wasn't completely innocent. But yes, Liam, just the way you talk, because he's like... Yeah, builds it and builds it and builds well, it, joke after joke after joke. Well, it is, because it's just the way he talks, too, right? Because he's like, uh, oh, I forget how he said it or whatever, but he's like, um, I prank... Oh, yeah, I was like, prank Scanlon's ass, and now he's got a bug for it. And he's like... So you pranked his ass, and now he's got a bug. <laughs> it was like not, like it was just, mm. right? Like it was just, he really doesn't help himself. But but yes, this is, we've got a little bit of that conversation going on that Harry's just like, whatever he tries to do. And Maeve's like, well, you know. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no matter what, the Fae will bring it around on you. Right. Exactly. Um, they love a good innuendo. Right. When it's, when it's well played and, and worked out, it's brilliant. So I brought up, I think it was last episode, could have been more than that, but, like, the way that Harry just seems to, like, occasionally just want to keep everyone the hell away from everything, because he's like, it's too dangerous for you, I can't get you involved, whereas with Billy, I find that he was very much like, you're a werewolf, I need a werewolf, whereas it's like, it's still a child who wasn't a werewolf until, like, two years ago, or whatever like that, right? And Harry's just like, you're a fully-fledged supernatural, you're gonna come be my backup, right? A little bit. There's still, like, heavy, heavy, heavy point where Billy's just like... La 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 la. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on. Right. So in this whole thing, it's like he's like, Billy, you're with me. We're going to fight the fairies. Come with me. And well, then just, they're down just here. Just question them. Just question them. <laughs> that, that is a fight, though. It's just a fight to be verbal with the fairies. Well, that's yeah. But he gets down there. He's like, Billy, don't do this. Billy, don't do that. Don't touch this. Don't drink that. And then they're down there, and I love how it's just Billy being like, this all seems like a trap already. Maybe we won't go in there. And Harry's just like, but then we don't get any answers. Let's go. Yeah. Right? And it's I just totally love how, a trap, but we're yes. going anyways. <laughs> Billy's always just like, I don't know anything, but you're actively breaking the three things you told me right now in front of me. Uh, <laughs> wait a second. Right? <laughs> you told me only like two things about fairies, and you're doing both of them right now. Right. So yeah, I like this whole chapter. It was just like, poor Billy just being like, I don't like hanging with Mr. Dresden. I don't like hanging with Mr. Dresden. I don't. <laughs> but it's so cool. So much stuff happens at the same time I'm like I totally want to hang with Mr. Dresden I mean no spoilers but the fact that Billy is still alive is amazing right <laughs> I mean I think you, you, you'd bring a fair point that yeah he was kind of like alright fine let's just go and I guess some of that would hinge on the fact that you know like I say where Murphy has helped him out and Murphy you know has all the cop instincts and training which are very useful Billy can turn into a very large, dangerous werewolf. That is something difficult to contend with. And the I mean, muscle. The muscle. Well, like you say, and I mean, most of us, again, who aren't used to it, would probably have, a, you know, if we've got half a brain or something like that and haven't been completely desensitized, probably would have a pretty good fear response to somebody pointing a gun at us. At the same time, it's not that same primal visceral fear that Harry has talked about before of a large creature. You know what I mean? Like, most of us have not actually faced a gun or fired a gun or you know what I mean? I'm like, I know in theory only what that is like and what that would mean to me. Yeah, exactly. But I'm like, I've been around lots of dogs. (laughs) It's so much easier to envision a large snarling fanged beast coming at me. And I'm just playing with my own dog that is like a golden retriever cross. So she's a large dog. Just playing around and I accidentally smacked her in the, the face and like bruised my hand on her teeth. 
you know, I'm like, if she actually tried to bite me, <laughs> I'm like, this is literally just me accidentally running my hand into her teeth. And I'm like, oh my God, that hurt. Or her like stepping on me with her clawed feet, you know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, you're like 90 pounds. Would you get off my foot, please? Like, so so, my, my godfather uh, trains um, guide service dogs. dogs, right? And so they always get them for the first little puppy part. And that's when you decide whether or not a dog is trainable enough for the program. So they've had plenty that have been absolute stellar stars. They've gone on to become all these things, but they've also got a handful that have failed out of the program for one reason or another. Yeah, and perfectly dogs, fine dogs, great pets, just not a guide dog. Just not a guide dog for whatever reason. There's, you know, criteria that, you know, if they yeah, get too, too distracted by other or dogs or they want, they've got too much of a mind of their own, like, you know, they just yeah. cannot be trainable, right? And those dogs, yeah, they'll just chew on you all day long. It's like they don't understand at all. It's like puppy teeth hurt. And yeah, and I mean, like you say, you got the as puppies but like you say they grow up within that first year and they mainly have dealt with uh, black labs which again not small dogs mm. they are largest dogs they've got heavy they've got a good what, what's that bite ratio thing pounds per inch in there you know like yeah exactly and that's when they're just doing their friendly let's play <laughs> but i will say to that though is that you've got to understand that most of these fae you know a vampire or a, a fairy or or um uh, what do we just have in the apartment a ghoul Ogre. Ogre? Ogre. I don't know that they necessarily will feel the same primal fear to a wolf that we do, because where we're standing and thinking like, oh, I can talk to a gunman, you know, they, there's like like a way to talk to them. I can't communicate with a wolf. These other things have been like, I can growl, you can growl. Same May thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe not that point so much, but I think where he has, to me, what's more of a, a an advantage with the supernatural is, again, is he does very quick and stealthy and... Right, he's a little bit more matched to that higher level of skills because he is also a supernatural wolf, you know? Um, whereas exactly if you come up against the more mundane, something very large suddenly snarling at you and coming out of the shadows at you would, would have that frozen deer in the headlights thing. Whereas perhaps with the supernatural, it's like you say simply that it he is another supernatural beast. So again, I think they've, you know, made it pretty fair to assume that, that he's stronger and faster and whatever than perhaps two points to that where it's like one you didn't just bring in a random mortal into my beautiful fake court which is like yeah. how dare you it's like okay at least it's another supernatural bullshit yeah somebody that knows but what. also at some point in the series i don't know if it's already happened or if it's coming but harry does say you know he's like sometimes no matter what you want the bronze just beat out the brains not to say that billy is stupid but yes he is much less trained as Murphy. And it will happen in almost every book that Dresden gets his brains beat out by the brawn. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> um, but yes, but at the same time, like you say, I'm like, Billy is so new, like you say, right? It's like, he is it's just kind of like, like baby werewolf, and he's like, okay, let's just find... Again, it's like, okay, sure, you're like, yeah, you're a werewolf, but at the same time, it's just like his experience, right. and again, I get that the alphas have been running around doing their own thing, and, and I was been doing... Yeah. But it's been presented thus far that they're dealing with much more low-level shitter you know, they're like Harry's side stories rather than Harry's novels, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the campus security kind of a thing, you know? Exactly, they make sure like, that women walk home safely. and like, Neighborhood watch pretty, versus... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, people aren't getting mugged on campus. Because it gets established at some point, too, um, that the camp is, is a, in a little bit of a sketchy area and things like that. And just those types of places often, right? But... But yeah, I guess, you know, I'd have to assume that, yeah, that's mostly it was that the fact that they have been doing some patrolling and they haven't just been, you know what I mean? And the fact that they've, they've um, leveled up from like these pimply little chubby baby fat college students to like 
lean, rippling, muscle bound, you know, and I'm like, well, it is. It's almost one of those things where it's like they gain like, you know, 10 XP on their own every day. (laughs) And then every time they hang out with Dresden, it's like, here's 500 XP. (laughs) What just happened? And then they go about with their like 10 XP a day bullshit. And then they hang out with Dresden. It's like, here's 500 XP. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Dresden's like the uh, bipolar of the, you know, Mm. it's like, if you're up, if you're down, you know, if you're, you know, hanging out with him is all of a sudden like spin on a dime kind of a thing. I gotta say, like, it's gotta be like the biggest adrenaline rush ever for Harry's friend every time you get a call from him. It's like, missing message from Harry. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. (laughs) Does he need to borrow milk or is the world ending? It could be either. Which is especially funny that the Alphas have been trying to be like hanging out with him and inviting him to stuff, right? It's like at any point that we show up to take him to game night, we might just end up dead. Yeah, right. (laughs) You realize the pizza guy is trying to bomb Harry, right? Let's not invite him to game night and like order takeout. (laughs) Yeah, right. But then again, yeah, Billy's the one that stepped up and did all this stuff. Billy's like, um, so your rent is due, and oh yeah, I checked on your office, and I picked up some messages, and I got you an appointment, and I, so you know, yeah, I don't want to make Billy seem like he's completely useless, and he's like a child, and he's not part of it, but at the same time, I just can't help but feel about him that way anyway. I'm just saying, though, I think that maybe is where Dresden is, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, fine, like, you did all this stuff, like, you know, I guess I owe you a little something, or fine, you've already shoved your way into it, like... You know, maybe it's one of those. So this is a punishment. Like, ma- ma- you want to be involved with Dresden, do you? <laughs> this is this is like, oh, you want to smoke? You can smoke the whole pack, Billy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, anyways, yes, Harry, Billy descend upon LED is somewhere around here. Yeah, she run away. She's you no, know, she's hiding in his hair when the okay. Malk showed up. She was like, mm, bysies and, yeah. and just kind of hid. So, and like, he guided them. So she's still. So, yes. yeah, so she's like, oh, yeah, let me give you your first point. He's like, mm, newsflash, Goldilocks, I don't have any. Um, and she's like, naturally not, but, you know, it could be arranged. Because he's like, fine, I'll listen to you is finally what he gets down to, right? Because he's like making fun of her for even suggesting that he would make another deal or whatever. So a naked she emerges from the pool in the in the room. <laughs> kind of like a, <laughs> like a Disney princess. So several pixies pick up her dress and uh, dress her in silks. <laughs> yes, yes, because she comes out naked. Yeah. So, you know. Um, but For the life of me, like, I cannot imagine her as pretty. Because she's green. Yeah, I, like, I just can't the, do it. Like, the green teeth. Green teeth, and it's green hair, and it's green skin, and it's green eye. I'm just, like, I just, like, I'm even trying to think of, like, Shigo from Kim Possible, but I'm, like, she wore green, but, like, she wasn't green green, you know? Like, I don't know, is this Butcher's way of hitting on the old Star Trek and the, <laughs> the, uh... Omega Slave Girls, was it Omega? Something like that, the something Slave Girls, I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah, the green teeth, because normally in our society, it means either you've got something on your teeth, or they're all like rotting out of your head. Green teeth is kind of hard to imagine as, but he does try and say it's like a nice green or something. Well, he keeps referring to like green, like leaf green or whatever like that, right? Yeah, Hmm. something like a nice bright grass green, not like a dark dull spinach cream <laughs> well she they, they, they do say she is casting a glamour so i guess it really doesn't matter that she's green she yeah just, it's not really her but i still i'm just like but if you can cast a glamour why did you choose that well i mean i guess that's she is that i think she is that but the glamour is you want me anyways you know maybe uh-huh. if you wouldn't normally find the hulk attractive you're gonna think i'm the hottest <laughs> thing you've ever laid well first of all i would <laughs> but, <no. laughs> but, but doesn't does i'm trying to think now i was just re-watching like Doctor Strange and like Ragnarok and stuff yesterday, but I don't, I don't, I don't think the Hulk has green teeth. I think they no, no, left no. his teeth is sort of he's normal looking, he's he's nor- just, except for like green skin and except giant. That everything else is green, but yes. Well, his hair is not green. His clothes aren't green. 
Okay, well, she's not wearing anything. Her clothes probably are green. They dressed her in silk. His skin is, <laughs> yes, but her hair is green. But anyways, regardless, yes. Point being is she's supposed to be beautiful and sexy no matter what. So I guess this glamour just gets Dresden and Billy and whatever over the fact that she's all green and normally yeah. that would be a turnoff. <laughs> but yes, it's like all the little like Disney Cinderella Snow White birds <laughs> have all come to like, you know, drop this this silky gown dressing robe sheath whatever it is over her which of course does nothing to hide her nakedness and simply emphasizes it and then yeah starts adorning like jewelry and hair combs and you know the whole but yeah and then she like slinks up and like kneels down at Maeve's feet or whatever you know and uh and and Billy doing the whole uh, is it getting a little warm in here <laughs> and he's like oh it's just you know he's like it's not real it's just a little glamour and Billy's like yeah not real okay um, and so, yeah, this is when Billy reaches to get a glass of water. Don't drink that. Don't, 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 no food. No water. No drink. He's like, ugh, fine. And then Justin immediately reaches for the water. He's right. like, uh, Harry, did, I mean, there's a little more back and forth or whatever. And, uh, um, but okay, so, yeah, there you go. He does kind of. Jen smiled and her teeth gleamed between her lips. They were as green as seaweed, spinach, and fresh steamed broccoli. Yeah, most of those are that's kind of dark. a duller dark. That's like the you've got something stuck in your teeth green, not the nice. That's almost supposed to be a bright. joke then. It's like you're still attracted to me. <laughs> and I'm wondering if, yeah, maybe that is part of, you know, where he's emphasizing the glamour is that. No, she really wouldn't be attractive in normal circumstances. She's kind of got a pretty plain name, Jen. Jen, just yeah. Jen. And I'm thinking, Jen. I, I feel like. Sorry to all the gens out there. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think like a fey name That's would be a little bit more name, yeah. more exotic. Exotic. Than no red cap or Mave. Yeah, and I wish now I had remembered to look this up beforehand, and we might have to do that. Can you just do it right now? Because I feel like there was a thing somewhere that she is in reference to, like another sort of that moment when Harry was like. Dear Penthouse, I never thought this would happen to me. Right. That makes me die laughing every <laughs> single time. Okay, as per Wikipedia here, Jenny Greenteeth, a.k.a. Wicked Jenny or Ginny Greenteeth, is a figure in English folklore. A river hag similar to Peg, Peg Powler or a Grindelo, she would pull children or the elderly into the water and drown them. The name is also used to describe pondweed or duckweed, which can form a continuous mat over the surface of a small body of water, making it misleading and potentially treacherous, especially to unwary children. Uh, with this meaning, the name is common around Liverpool and southwest Lancashire. So there you go. She was often described as green-skinned green with long hair and sharp teeth. So yes, yeah, so that's why she was, I think, why she's got sort of the plane, because yeah, she's she's plucked a little bit from actual... Folklore, so. Right, so Maeve suggests, uh, again, for Dresden to take her off her coupling with Jen, exchange for information, but then offers herself. And then, and then if that's not enough, well, then just take both of them. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh. Right? Exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still, because he's basically come in, I think basically the first thing when he meets him is like, hey, Maeve, did you kill her? And this is all like her bargaining for, well, you need this information from me. You need my answer. Because you need the truth of, you know, whether I did or did not kill him and all this kind of stuff, right? So she's, like, willing to up the ante a bit more, right? Because she's like, he can't leave here until he gets this. He knows he needs it. So, you know, we'll sweeten the pot a little bit, like, whatever it's going to take. And, like, even just, I thought this was a great place for a joke that I don't think was taken in here either. Because when she first says, 
you know, when she first says what she wants or whatever, right? And he's like, okay, so fine, I'll listen to you. And she's like, I want your issue. And he's like, I would have figured that would be a great place for her to be like, you want my issues? Like, absolutely. You can have all of my issues. Take them, please. Seriously, work around that like a fairy deal, right? <laughs> right? Like, this was your opportunity. Now the cancel wants for... to kill you. <laughs> you know? Like, exactly. Vampire court wants you dead. Right? You did. Ugh. But no. Yes, quite the um, language that she used there. Yes. This, this archaic. Old... To be fair, she kind of does in the end. Want his issues? Get his issues. <laughs> okay. Well, I suppose she takes on some of them at some point, but, um, yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, sorry, dear penthouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so he goes immediately, almost immediately after Billy here and reaches for the water jug. And Billy's like, um, and I, I do like how, how, um, Billy stutters here and manages to, to pull himself. He's like, ah, uh, Harry, uh, didn't you just say something bad about, you know, taking food or drink from f- uh, f- um, from these people? <laughs> yeah, at the very last second, he can't call them a fairy. Other than Harry. Okay. Well, yes, but most of- people who aren't Harry know how to treat other people with respect, okay? <laughs> <laughs> or have a little more uh, manners. Grace. <laughs> well, when you're about to be killed, yeah. I'm sure Billy is plenty lippy to the you know, would-be date abuser guys on campus or whatever, but yeah, when he's, like, way over his head with, like, way, like, the least queen, but queen, a fairy, he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna insult them to their face. Maeve does not call herself the least queen. <laughs> no, but she is. Just, she's the lady. She can't exactly claim she's the mother or anything. She's She can get slapped down Still, if she tries. That's Lily language. Mm. Aurora language. Yeah, but still, point being is. Um, it's a great little gag of him dumping that water down his pants, which instantly clears the his head. The fact that he undid his zipper, too, I know. is so weird. Like, I would have been like, just like, all right, over your lap. Yeah, but he just, or like, you just pull up the waist down your pants. <laughs> Everyone's watching you right I know, now. You like undo this... your pants, you pull down the zipper, and then you go. <laughs> and I think this is, like, just how good Maeve and Jenny think they are. Right? And this is the other thing, too, is, like, they start seeing... Because Jenny immediately starts, you know, rubbing her cheek against Maeve's thigh. And she's like, they never really change, do they? Maeve's like, no, the males all fall for the same thing. I'm like, I know you're kind of glamoring him. But at the same time, I'm like, wouldn't you just be like, um, excuse me. So how many other guys have you screwed for information before I got? I think you know what I mean. I'm like, you're just sitting there going, oh, you poor dumb schmuck, you know, being run by your hormones. I'm like, I know that's what you're going for. But again... Don't you think you should wait until, like, after before you, like, say it to his face and rub it in and, you know what I mean? Most <laughs> most uh, mortal men have already been caught by then. You can say whatever you want in front of them. I guess maybe that's mm. that's all they're, they're counting on, but, uh, but there yeah. There was one thing before this, too, when Maeve is introducing Jenny and Harry, and she's like, have you heard of the infamous Mr. Dresden or whatever like that? And Jenny is like, only by reputation. So it's just like, you know keeps saying he's like i'm not famous more infamous but it's just like mm. more and more like big leagues know you though like mab came looking for you by name okay her whole court seems to know about you right yeah everywhere else you go it's always just like harry 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 so i like how harry's just like i'm just a little dude like <laughs> yeah the white council refuses <laughs> to acknowledge you the rest of the world is like wizard. mr harry dresden <laughs> yeah yeah fair enough right 
Um, and she's like, yeah, you're taller than I, which I was like, so you've heard about him, but you don't know that he's a freaking giant. Like, that's not the first thing people bring <laughs> up when they talk like, about him, right? It's like, oh, you know Harry Dresden, who, the most, guy 400 feet in the air. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, sets everything on fire. Thing. I'm like, you can't doubt how dumb, like, wizard, pff, what kind of bullshit is that? But you're like, oh, yeah, the really tall dude that walks around telling everybody he's a wizard that, like, is always wearing his big black leather duster, like, no matter the season, pretty much, you know, like, The only yeah. other way would be like, yeah, I heard you were tall, but no one said you were, like, fucking, like, freaking nature. What the hell? Yeah, right. <laughs> I like tall men. I'm like, yeah, okay. Dresden declines and tells her he has a problem with handing over a child to her ever. If you had a... <laughs> and continues to insult her. If you had a brain in your head, you would have known that. Right. Yeah. And now she starts to get a little... You dare? And he's like, shut up. <laughs> yes, I dare. <laughs> yeah. Um, hello, I'm here as protection. I'm your guest. You're not allowed to kill me. Blah, blah, blah. Which, to be fair, like... The whole point of the Accords is to have, like, loopholes and shit like that. It's like, we're all, like, you know, we'll all play fair with each other to a point, but if you're stupid enough to get caught up in someone else's game, then that's on you, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what happened to the vampire party, obviously. Mm-hmm. And is now, again, like, I don't think that you could really, like, hold any of it against Maeve if she was just like, bitch, I wanted, I asked if you wanted to have sex. How was that? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> of course I'm gonna ask. Like, yeah. come on. Hello. Yeah. It is. It's and again, it is that fine line because Harry does bring it up a lot. But like you say, there are a lot of ways to find loopholes for it. So, because he always says this is the closest thing you have to like promises and and treaties and given word within all the backstabbing, um, you know, conspiring, crisscrossing, double crossing, and blah blah blah. Um, and yet, yeah, almost every time somebody manages to seem to, like, wiggle it around him, per usual, you know? Well, it's like, you know, we'll see it in, like, the next three books in a row. Maybe, (laughs) although I guess maybe it's as simple as this. The fact that he's like, yo, I'm busting you on it, you know? I mean, I guess, like you say, if she'd gotten away from it, what would he have said or done? He either wouldn't remember or wouldn't care or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah, I agreed to it or something. But maybe it's just that, the fact that... You know, uh, uh, uh. yeah, they they tried to, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I know you're putting a glamour on me, and you know that's not allowed, so you're big time breaking the rules, and you're getting caught, and I can prove it, and I can tell everybody you're blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, maybe that's all it is. It's not so much, because, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, I feel like he says that somewhere in the initial introduction of it, too, um, that... That there are, you know, times and places where people have tried, but it's when you don't get away with it that your name is mud and the mm-hmm. whole supernatural community is going to, right? So he's like, and that's the thing, it's always taking that risk of, do you think you can get away with it or not, right? And I guess a lot of the time, they're not going to risk it because, you know, like, without having that being as good as the your reputation. word the reputation yeah yeah because it does eat at your own power when you hurt and your own word that as well right it's not just it's not just being caught ind- by everyone else yeah but. it's not just a reputation it's your right it, it can actually have tangible you know um consequences consequences on you Maeve openly admits that dresden is not so easy to capture and this someone agrees with her you hear this male voice telling her she should have been more polite to somebody who has declared war on the red court which is a fair point. Super fair point. Because he does say, he's like, if you're going to keep pushing, I'm going to push back hard. And I mean, again, we know this. We're familiar with Dresden not liking authority figures and, you know, whether it's smart or really stupid to mouth off to them or stand up against them or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, this is uh, Lloyd coming in here and he's like, anybody that's going to pick a war with like the entire Red Court, maybe 
situation. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you know what? That's a fair point, man. <laughs> this isn't just Harry threatening shit anymore. We've got real proof that the man does act. The, right? He's, yeah, it's, he's not bluffing. He's something to back up his talk, right? We are introduced to, uh, what's his nuts here? Lloyd Slate. Hello, hello. Lloyd Slate. The winter, winter night. Yes. Yeah. And of course, Dresden immediately asks him, did you kill summer, the summer night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it out of the way. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like how this little touch of fairy too, she's like, this is my knight, Lloyd, of the family Slate. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, hey, how are you? He's like, impatient. Did you kill him? <laughs> he's like, wow. He's like, you don't waste time, do you? It's like, I filled my insincere courtesy quota for the day. <laughs> did you kill him? Did you kill him? I like that it's almost like a wizard. Like, he, like he's been around the face so long, too. He's like, if you don't ask me three times, I don't have to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. You're still a human, buddy, and you could also still lie, so. And, well, this is the thing, right, is that's the one advantage he's got there that, yeah, even though he works for the fairies and is bound in part by some of the fairy law being in command of the mantle, it's. Part of the point of being a knight is that you are human is that and are not so restricted by the fae mantle. Yeah, exactly. But to be fair, Lloyd does have a pretty good defense. He's like, I haven't been in the game nearly as ro- long as Ronald Rule, and like, I couldn't have killed him if I wanted to. Dude is way stronger than me, way more savvy, way more in the know, and with the friends and with the peeps and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and Harry's like, whatever. Dude was like ancient. He's like, well, I could have bench pressed him. But it doesn't mean I could take him on in a duel. <laughs> Which, as we've seen already, totally fair. Right. Well, I mean, he even makes a point. He's like, half your white council is, like, dead already. <laughs> like, yeah. they're old as hell. They've been around, like, 400 years, and they're still fine. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And his answer totally sets Maeve off. Like, she just kicks him and then throws a knife at him. Like, just, nope, not having anything with you. Yep. Yeah. We're not playing with Harry. We're not making things easy on him, and you just did, and you can go fuck yourself. No, no, that isn't, no, because he brings her something. She's like, is it done? And she looks at what he's brought, and that's when she gets pissed. It's not that he's conversing with Harry. She doesn't really... He extended blah, blah, blah. He reached the throne, blah, 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 and extended the box to Maeve. Is it done? Maeve asked, an almost childlike childlike eagerness in her voice. What took you so long? It's like it wasn't as easy. Hi, how are you? I'm impatient. Fair. Did you kill him? Ha ha, you don't waste time. Maeve let out a sudden hiss of anger that sounded eerily loud. Oh, the sound eerily loud. She lifted her foot and kicked Slate in the shoulder. Something popped when he did. Blah, blah, blah. Um, use- oh, she's like, you stupid animal. She snarled, useless. This is useless to me. And she hurls the knife. So yeah, so she gets this knife out of the box that he handed her. Something is wrong with that. That's when she kicks him down the next flight into the table in the sheath. She She's sitting there and then chucks the knife at him to boot, which he just gets the handle that like bounces off. He doesn't yeah. get stabbed with it, but probably still. Still hurt. My bad, son. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't paying attention to Maeve anymore. Yeah, which is fair. Neither was Harry, really, <laughs> until yeah. she flipped out again. I guess but... that's one way to take it. I don't know. I think I think it could be taken either way, really. It doesn't. Maybe. Really, Maybe. really say that she like, because he does in the middle of it have that conversation with. Well, yeah, you have yeah. to decide then, which is the angriest about that Lloyd is giving him Har- giving Harry information, or she's not happy with whatever he brought her. And if it's whatever he brought her, what's wrong with it then? Yeah, and that was always how I, because she's sort of ignoring them or whatever as well until she examines this thing, and she's like useless. This, you know, like that she specifically seems to be talking about the knife and pissed off about that. The only thing I but can think don't. of though that she would have wanted would be the knife that Leah received from Vampire Party. 
That's yeah. the only knife we've met so far. That's that the only knife we've met. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know what yeah. this is or what's wrong with it or why it's useless. It just says that, you know, it, it looks like a military issue combat knife um, with some kind of black gelatinous substance like burned barbecue sauce. Um, and then, yeah, she hurls it in. And then, so he gets pissed. So Lloyd immediately does not like being kicked in the chest by Maeve, which, and having something pop out is probably, you know, added insult to injury or mm-hmm. injury to insult. Um, flings her down. I'm like, the other sheep kind of all jump up and like, right. So he's totally getting like humiliated and yeah. beat up in front of everybody here. And he gets pissed real fast and tries yeah. to retaliate on her. Yeah, he's a bit of a loose cannon. Which is yeah. zero to a hundred. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so is me, I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> there. But, you know, but I'm like, yeah, you kind of have to wonder. I'm like, so he's your knight. He kind of has to, you know, like you're thinking in normal, like other normal sort of employee-employer relationships and things. I'm like, it is pretty ballsy for him to, to get pissed off and try to go after the the winter lady kind of a thing you know what i mean i'm like i get why you're pissed off but i'm i you know like it always kind of surprised me that he was like ready to throw down with her right then like you think he would have been pissed but like shut up and take it because you have to you know what i mean but no he doesn't he's like fuck you let's go right now yeah right and it's, she's like Mm-mm. it's weird though because like the way that it works is that like the night is its own mantle yes right and it's kind of comes from just all of the queens at once right it's no more you're not necessarily the ladies knight first or mab's knight first or yeah Tiana. it's like a little and bit of all that power it's all of it at once just a little, a little bit for shuck, you right shucked off to this guy yeah but the way that you go through the books it seems like the knights act towards the lady the most first or whatever like that is whereas lloyd seems to have the most interaction with mave unless Mab or a mother has a job for him or something like that. And yeah. the summer court seems like he interacts with Aurora, or Rural interacted with Aurora the most until, you know, Tiana or the mother had a job for him, you know? It's just like, Titania. Uh, <laughs> her name is Tiana, okay? Titania is not a real name and I don't use it. <laughs> Obviously. Well, they just might be, the, 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 the ladies might be more accessible because he, they describe them as having more humanity, uh, the, like, the lower the rank they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the higher rank you get, the more out there they are yeah. in, in fairy more realm. And, approachable and... Yeah. Well, that, and, and I was going to say maybe um, needing the most sort of extra protection or, you know what I mean? Like, again, like, the mothers have moved way beyond, like, we haven't met them yet or whatever, but, you know, you'll get at some point where it's basically like they can kill you with a stray thought kind of a thing, you know? So you're like, again, and the queens, obviously, if, uh, if Titania and Mab are currently running Tiana. all of if Tiana and Bam Bam are currently running um, all of kill you you're gonna die Titania is not remember just because there's a nicer court doesn't mean they're all sunshine and flowers Pebble and Bam Bam that's their names now I, I just I just flipped it because it was like the backwards of map oh. <laughs> so I was like the first thing that... I don't know you went straight to Flintstones and I'm like alright I know right. but it was um, I've seen the live movie that Bam Bam was insane <laughs> Thankfully, I have not. So. <laughs> Way crazier than the cartoons. Probably. That kid's psycho. But yes, closest to the mortal world, most accessible, maybe most in need of... of. I mean, I don't know because it's not... I, really... I wouldn't say that they need protection. Mm. But maybe they've got the most, like, go do my shit for me because they've got the most, like, need for other people to be running around for them. Maybe the most entitlement. Or maybe the queens just are like, yeah, leave me alone. I don't need you right now. Me. I don't know. Point is, that seems like the knights really see or serve. Or are at least 
seen more around the ladies than any other yeah. faction. And yeah, maybe court. it's just as much as the ladies do a lot more of the busy work, go for work, than, right? So they're constantly running around, and the ones that are running the day-to-day operations, right? Whereas, you know, Mab is like the CEO up there. Like, she just deals with bigger, broader things, you know? So yeah, maybe it's like the lady and her right-hand man are like out there taking care of shit, and I don't know. But anyways, yeah, they have a very contentious relationship. Super contentious, don't like each other at all, don't respect each other at all. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like when Slate begins to retaliate, Maeve throws a spell at him. This, like, snowflake brand sort of brings him into submission through pain. Yeah. Everything is antifreeze here. Right? Like, even the water, like, like the way that Harry described it, it was like, it sounded like if he drank that, it would have been, like, antifreeze, like... The water in the formed. pool, or oh no, just the actual the one he poured in his lap. Well, yeah, but he said that was just because it was so cold that it was starting to crystallize yeah. a little bit. Well, antifreeze will do that if you drink it. Well, antifreeze is supposed to stop things from crystallizing. Yeah, but when you anti- drink it in your body, it forms <laughs> crystals. That's how it kills you. A different kind of. I suppose yes. I watch a lot of interrogations. Okay, <laughs> if you want to kill your spouse, antifreeze is the way to go. That's like ninety percent of what spouses do to kill their spouse. Serve them antifreeze. I did not need to know that, and we probably do not need to. Because it tastes more sweet. People that it tastes I, yeah, sweet, I'm, so people I'm, don't like suspect it. I, like, I was going to say to keep it away from animals. That. Yeah, well, people do. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's <laughs> listen. And a little bit on the dark side for this we podcast. We do not <laughs> condone spousal homicide or any homicide. <laughs> In our other podcast, I said I was like, "Murdering is bad." And you can quote me on that. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so you guys have to hurry up and release it, though, or nobody will ever hear you say that. In oh, that I one. swear on it, Your Honor. I recorded that weeks before the murder. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, she she spikes his little breath, which he says is like a stop-motion fast-forward thing of, like, gangrene or whatever. Like, it goes all, like, blue and red and purple and black. Like, it just looks, like, nasty and very unpleasant. And it's still not enough to put him down completely. She still has to get Jenny Green Teeth in there to uh, to help. Because <laughs> well, she even says she says calm him, right? And so you expect that he's gonna go be like seduced or whatever. Like, no, full on needle to the vein. <laughs> yeah, I mean she does a little seduction because she goes and like just to get in close, just though, to get not- right. I mean that's just like a little hint of it, just to kind of distract him for a second so that they can yeah. <laughs> just because he notices he's got a whole bunch of track marks and everything there already, mm-hmm. and they just stick a needle in and down the blunder, and he's like, I, I, oh, okay, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> Fucking harsh. Right. So, but yeah. Winter's scary. Right? And just straight for the, like, not a lot of subtlety, which I think has come up or will come up <laughs> with winter. Uh, um, Dresden and Billy begin to leave, but Maeve stops them as their their bargain isn't complete in her eyes. She's like, no. Yeah, she's like, can't go. wait, we didn't figure out how many of us you're going to screw yet to get this done. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were only at the two of us. Come on. <laughs> well, she said, she said, like, you know, the bargain is not complete. We have to finish the bargain. And Harry's like, I don't need to complete the bargain. Like, I've got my answer. But how does that leave it if a bargain was started? Does it have to be completed then? Or can Harry just fully be like, you know what? You don't have to uphold your end of the bargain. I'm good. He, he didn't. He didn't. Well, he never agreed to it. That was it. Not like, but well, insisted that there is one. She, she, he said he'd hear her out. And that's as far as they got. He didn't get to any counterpoints or maybe, you know, like he basically, yeah, he was just like basically shutting her down from the start. Um, because did he even have an answer? Like, I can't he remember. Told her no. Well, he told her no, but when she, when she said that they could bring the other one in, you know, had he actually 
sort of said anything yet or was he still just like staring at her or no she he, he outright says no uh-huh. if you had a brain you would have known that and yeah that's- well yeah 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 after that to the child but just when she first sort of upped the ante was all is that said is that yeah i don't think he said anything yet and she's like perhaps it's not enough for you you know she's like we can bring jenny in with us or whatever so yeah she upped it but i don't think he had given any response yet to that and then it's after that um when he when he because he flips out on her just before yeah because he's he's yelling at her and saying like are you fucking out of your mind when when lloyd walks in and says see i told you right so yeah i don't i don't think that counts as anything i don't think because he hasn't you know given any inch to anything other than he let her Mm -hmm. say what she wanted but that doesn't constitute a bargain in either case she would be the one who's not having to uphold her end of it which would be i guess you know safer for him but like billy's all like what was that he's like "Mm, probably like passes as a polite discussion around here (laughs) like let's go um it's better when um she goes and she's like i won't forget this insolence and he's like i probably will it's nothing special (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) yeah super fair yeah but he's like um yeah he's like that's okay i don't i don't i don't need it anymore and she's like what what do you mean he's like you don't and billy's like we don't (laughs) it took way too much effort for her to even hurt lloyd her own knight so clearly she couldn't have killed Rule. Yeah, As someone she's she tipped got, her hand is what she did. Exactly, with the whole responding the way she did. Yeah, yeah. completely. Yeah, if she'd killed Rule, it'd have been sloppy as hell. Not a suicide for sure. Well, yeah, this is what he thinks, right? Is that it wouldn't have been able to cover it up that easily. Mm-hmm. Um, there would have been because when he, she, yeah, she doesn't have the ability for premeditation. She's so emotionally responsive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like no fine tuning of a, because um, he checks the like when he first gets to the apartment, right? He he checks around with his wizard senses to see if there's any residual magic or anything left over and he really can't find anything right and exactly what he's seeing here just says she's loud and obvious and blatant and not subtle and you know like i say going up against her own knight who should be in her control because he's on her team and like she controls the power he's got Mm -hmm. and that almost ran her out of gas and i guess another billy's like you are like unreal and he's like, what? He's like, most people would still be, like, quaking in their boots from what we just experienced and, like, up close and personal, like, the tension that was going around when we left there. He's like, and you're giving her, like, the Russian judge thing, like, and he's like, okay, so she's strong, but, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, yeah, he's like, well, could you do as well? And he's like, well, I probably would have used fire, but and Billy's like, oh, shit, <laughs> you know, like, you, you could go toe-to-toe with that, and Justin's like, eh, you know. Yeah-ish. Ish. <laughs> and then Billy's like, okay. Other than the fact that she has all of winter behind her. Well, just yeah. me and just Maeve. I've got a pretty good chance. Which is fair. Which is fair. But, um. So anyways, yeah. So then he's asked about Slate then. She's like, not sure about him. He's mortal. So nothing to say he couldn't lie. But he's like, didn't really get the, you know, didn't really sit with him immediately that he was like, oh yeah, it was totally all him or something like that. You know, like could have been involved, but I don't know that it would have been just him either. You know, might be more to it, but, um, but yeah, so he kind of got his answers, but also left with more questions, (laughs) which is typical. Well, he said, too, like, uh, as he's leaving, and he's like, yeah, I probably will forget about this, too. It's like, yeah, you're forgetting that, like, he's got to go insult 
the queens, the mothers, and the ladies, <laughs> and the knights. Like, yeah, right. You're the lowest tier of what I'm going to insult today, right? He's, it's like, yeah, and he's already hit his insincere exactly, <laughs> courtesy. Like, he's got to run through this. So it's like when you're thinking about like whether or not you've got the power to do it, right? It's like on top of that, it's just like, <laughs> do you even know what I'm looking at in terms of power right now? It's not yeah. like she should be totally surprised. I mean, his reputation does precede him but, clearly. Like, people have had to have spoken about how much a dick he can be. It's funny, though, because it's always one of those things where it's just like, you think you're special. It's like, okay, obviously he's not afraid of the vampires, but he'll totally be afraid of me, and they're not afraid of him, and they're like, motherfucker. Right, yeah. Exactly. What even? And then you get to, like, the other vampire quest, and it's like, well, obviously you were rude to the Red Spoon, but we're the whites, and you have to teach us with respect, and he's not. And they're like... Whoa, okay. <laughs> so Whoa. much pride. So much yeah. pride. So, yeah, I was going to say, right, everybody thinks they're so much better and so much, you know. Which is partially the reason why Harry goes around insulting all of them. <laughs> it's like, no, no, I am equal opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how big and bad and scary you are. But, yeah, basically he's like, you know, they don't have time for this whole thing. Like, everybody's trying to rush, 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 rush. He's like, and that's not like, like, fairies have literally all the time in the world. Things are in motion. Things are in motion. Yeah, he's like, something's going on, and the courts are going to go to battle over this if something, you know. Um, Which is a scary thought, you know, if you've got immortal beings who are used to waiting millennial for things to happen, right? It is a little bit like, why does it need to happen right now? And obviously we know that we are days before the summer solstice. Yeah. But yeah, but we kind of have, but yeah, he sort of says, he's like, they, you know, could have gotten some more information, but things were getting a little tense in there, and, you know, Billy's like, yeah, yeah, I think it was probably a smart move to bail then. <laughs> Everyone's on edge right now, and Harry suspects more than even usual for these crazies. Yeah, yeah, so he was like, again, I sort of basically got my basic answer that, yeah, very unlikely, like, don't think Mav, Maeve did it herself, and doesn't really seem like again she would have had the wherewithal to put together a really cohesive savvy plan so that just rules her out there um so yeah he's like okay that's out that's like one and a half of like the eight people out because he's like he made us out Lloyd Slate, probably probably so that just leaves elaine and like you say everybody else the other like four or five people we've mentioned so he's like okay i guess it's on to the next one so, and then they're kind of baffled, too, by the fact that it wasn't just, like, like the doors closed behind them, and it's, like, gone. And Billy's like, ooh. And then Harry's like, yeah, no, this this is just a rock wall now. Like, this isn't, this isn't, like, a, a glamour. A glamour. Like it's just yeah, fully gone. it's just, like, a rain. And he's like, what the hell? And so he's like, I don't know. Could it be, like, a portal? I know. I love how Billy's like, so, like, like teleport? <laughs> it's like, kind of. <laughs> Potentially just walk through away and went to the Never Never without noticing. Yeah, or, like, a cut through to, to another part. Which, again, is, like, then why are they, like, in? So you have to go to Chicago. Just make it difficult. To get the doorway <laughs> that zaps you somewhere else. <laughs> like, okay. Because he's like, because Tutu was all like, oh, the Winter Queen came to Chicago. Like, he just, well, apparently she's not in Chicago, actually. So did she, did she really? Just conveniently popped up a doorway, so Harry didn't. They could have, have been just in like far. a different underground part of Chicago. <laughs> could have been, you know, could make it easier or harder for people to find you if, if you tell everyone that you're underneath like yeah. train A and you're really underneath train C, but uh -huh. they can only get to you if you walk down train B. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know how the Chicago tra transit. Justin <laughs> 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 um, asks Elodie to lead them back to the car. She agrees, and they and they start to go back just as they're about to hit the beetle. Billy pulls Dresden out of the way and proceeds to attack something. He's like, Harry, watch out! And then Harry's all like, Billy, what the hell? Why would you shove me out of the way, motherfucker? That's so rude. Why? It's like, he said, get out of the way. And then Harry's like, why would you push me like that? That's so mean, man. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, you're right. He had no reason for that that he didn't instantly announce. Ding dong. I don't know. Maybe it was more about like, what the hell is going on? Like, what are you attacking? Not so much. Why did you push me out of the way or whatever? But maybe. I don't know. Because he says, because yeah, he's just saying he was trying to make sure to stay clear of the action. He's like, Billy, what the hell? So maybe, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, he doesn't really get to find out because before he can find out what Billy is wailing on, something grabs him instead. <laughs> by the neck and lifts him off the ground by his neck. Ouch. Very ouch. Yeah. And again, for somebody who's like 6'9", probably not easy to do. Mm. Right. A voice, a feminine contralto growled, let go of the amulet and call him off, wizard. Call him off before I break your neck. This concludes our episode 9.12, Blowing Hot and Cold. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanalies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. 